0: What the fuck? Excuse me.
1: She's just trying to find out what happened, whether it was an alien or not.
0: Elisa, the fashion police is on duty tonight.
1: Yes. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Elisa Ora.
0: And I'm Lorena Rose.
1: And we're here to talk about every episode of the 1999 WB series Roswell, one episode at a time, spoiler free. Today we're discussing Season 2, Episode 18, It's Too Late and It's Too Bad.
0: According to IMDb, this is the one that while investigating Alex's death, Liz uncovers information that leads her to believe that the semester Alex supposedly spent in Sweden never
1: really happened. That happens at the very very end
0: I feel like a lot of other things happen in this episode sometimes these descriptions are so verbose and then this one is like really lacking in nuance but that's okay (laughs) yeah Um, But this episode originally aired on April 30th, 2001, and it was directed by Patrick R. Norris, who has directed many a Roswell episode, and it was Mm -hmm. written um, or developed by Jason Kadams, um, our showrunner, and written by Gretchen J. Berg, who wrote a total of eight episodes for Roswell, so we've talked about her before, and she produced a lot of season two and three also, I realized um, looking at her credits this time, she produced mm-hmm. like 23 episodes, I think. So, oh, wow. Um, yeah. So, she's been really involved in the series as well.
1: Cool. We got some Roswell veterans on this one. Mm hmm. Which is good because it's, you know, this is a an intense time in the series where we need the writers who really know our characters yes. and how they're going to be, you know, going through this.
0: Yeah. Um, so we start our episode with our like weird intro again. I mean, I'm not gonna yep. stop complaining about it. Sorry, listeners. Um, it's just Maria narrating in front of a chalkboard. Alex is dead. Liz is on a crusade. It's not an accident. It's alien related. The Pod Squad is not happy. Now we know what happened. Yeah, I like that
1: she refers to them as the Pod Squad though. Me too. I always love hearing Pod Squad.
0: Yes, I think it's so cute. Especially because we're a podcast. We can be a pod squad, too.
1: Exactly. It's so perfect for us because we are a pod squad. Also, at the very end, you know, she's talking about Liz kind of investigating. And it goes to Liz, a clip of Liz saying, I'm going to find out the truth. And then Maria says, and believe me, she will. She will. Done. dun, like dun. It's not exactly spoilery, but it like gives you just that little bit that you're like, <gasps> So what is the truth? I need to know. We need...
0: We must know. We must know. Investigate, Liz. Investigate.
1: And especially now that we know that, like, the ratings were kind of down and they were, like, Mm -hmm. really focused on ratings. And that's why they even put this cold open in at all. I feel like this was a good move if you're, like, trying to pull people in and make sure they watch next week.
0: And much like... Buffy, it's after season two here that the that this switched to UPN, right? That it moved networks for the third season.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: It was well, yeah, it wasn't between season one and two, it was between season two and three. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So I mean their their ratings haul didn't work for their own network, but it did get saved by another network, which is pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So Liz and Maria are in Alex's room. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to both be uh, getting stuff together for the yearbook spread, the, you know, dedication that they're doing for him. Or that Maria is doing for him. (laughs) Right. They, quote unquote. Yeah. On paper, they are, but it's really just Maria. I must call attention to the outfit that Maria is wearing. Okay. She is wearing this, like, argyle sweater Like sweatshirt. I think it's like Mm -hmm. a zip up with a hood. Yes. But it's like argyle and like fuzzy looking like almost velour and this like chunky gold necklace. (laughs) I'm not into it.
0: I'm pretty sure I definitely had a sweater like that back in the day. (laughs) Um, But not so much the chunky gold necklace.
1: And it's like the two of them together for me just took it over (laughs) the edge and like crossed the line.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Elisa, the fashion police, is on duty tonight. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, Liz is really not helping
1: at all. And she's being rude to Alex's dad. She's being so rude. A man who just rude. lost his son.
0: Yeah, she's very, very caught up in what she's doing. And that's not going to change anytime in this episode, but we're seeing it early yeah. on. She's just completely engulfed in this... Idea that she has that she needs to prove.
1: Yeah, they're really setting the scene here for, Mm -hmm. like, you know, Liz is really just so focused on this and, like, not paying attention to anyone else, not caring about anyone else.
0: Yeah, and Maria is upset about Alex, obviously. Maria is upset about the dissension in the ranks and that the aliens Mm -hmm. are not speaking to the humans and that nobody is getting along and she hasn't even spoken to Michael, so she has a lot to be distressed about and Liz is really just in her own world and not seeing that her yep. best friend is suffering.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're really, they're both dealing with this differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say <laughs> Maria in a much healthier way.
0: Yes. But then we wouldn't have good TV <laughs> if right. everyone just handled things in a healthy manner, we wouldn't we wouldn't have tv.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you know we like talked about the um the stages of grief mm-hmm. last episode and obviously they're all still going through them, you know? And they are at different stages clearly, mm-hmm. right? Like Maria and Liz are clearly not not going on the through, same page, you know? Like I think Maria has gotten a lot f- farther because she has been allowing herself to feel her grief, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and like is kind of, you know, almost out of her depression. Like we saw her in the depression stage last episode. Uh, She had gotten to like what looked like the depression stage and now is, you know, coming to acceptance and kind of recognizing like our friend died and like we need to be there for each other and and to remember him and, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas Liz is... I don't know, like, in the bargaining stage, I would say. Like, feeling like she needs to do something about it. Like, like that'll change something. Yeah. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. But because she's bargaining, she finds this uh, file that's, like, hidden within a folder, hidden within a folder, hidden within a folder on Alex's computer that is, like, the only thing on his computer that's locked. Mm-hmm. And... Luckily, Alex has let Maria use his email before, to which I say, why? Like,
1: yeah, everybody what?
0: has like an AOL or a Hotmail by now. Why does she need his email? Like, she should have her yeah. own email. But anyway, she has used his email and she knows his password.
1: Which reveals this document that just says over and over and over again, like old timey chalkboard punishment. <laughs> yes. And Liana is not Leanna. <laughs> Yeah, over and over and over. Also, we we forgot to mention she also found a condolence card from
0: yes the Olsons. That's right, right she from did.
1: his host family in Sweden.
0: Mm-hmm. Which will become important later. So thank you for remembering. Yeah, right.
1: And um and also Maria is really upset with Liz. You yeah. know, she's like it's immoral. You know, Alex's dad let us in here for for this, and you are snooping.
0: Yeah. Like, let it be. Let it rest.
1: And... Yeah. Yeah. But then they find Leanna is not Leanna. And it's like, oh, okay, maybe there is something weird happening here.
0: Mm-hmm. Take it away, Dido. Opening
1: credits. <laughs> Sing it, girl. All right. So we have a lot of school uh, in this we episode. Do.
0: Yes. Main main filming locale.
1: Yeah. First we start in the hallway. So Liz is, like, interrogating a computer nerd yes. about this <laughs> binary code. Yes. Being like, but what does this one mean specifically? Yeah. That's not exactly how binary works. You can't just, like, look at it and be like, oh, it says this. No, you
0: can't. Remember? I Yeah. I tried yeah. it last episode and I was like, well, what happens if you tell it to translate to a word? Oh, it's like the letter A is the only thing it can parse. And, like, what happens if you, like, make it numbers? Like, and it just, Yeah. Binary needs more context because if everything's going to be made out of ones and zeros, right. there's a lot of different combinations of ones and zeros.
1: And I think that was like kind of what he was saying yeah. is that like it needs context. Mm-hmm. And then Max, you know, she sees Max and Tess and, and is just like dismisses the nerdy boy.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And Max is con- trying to control everybody, and I don't like it.
1: I do King not. Love- Max really. Uh, really comes out in this episode
0: yes he does and later king max
1: might need his own jingle
0: king max is like my least favorite max
1: oh no, it would be like a i hate you jingle for sure i'll think about it
0: (laughs) cool uh yeah king max is uh trying to control everybody And I am not here for it. I do love how calm Liz is through the situation Mm -hmm. of ex-boyfriend slash not really even friend right now slash potential foe is, like, coming at her. And she just is very calm about it. She is just, like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and you cannot stop me.
1: Her he, he I don't know. He's, like, freaking out that, like it's going to expose them. I think that, like, the... hmm You know, there. I think there's more conversation about it later, but, like, her investigation hasn't involved aliens at all. She's just looking into what happened. Yeah. She's just trying to get information. She's not going around you know, calling people being like, was it an alien? You know, yeah. like it's she's just trying to get information.
0: She doesn't believe it was a suicide, and so she is investigating because the police are not. Yeah. Like that sounds like I mean, I don't want to say typical grief behavior, but she can't be the only person in the history of the universe no. who has not been willing to accept that a loved one committed suicide and tried to find Other reasons.
1: No, I would assume that it's common. It's Mm -hmm. you know, it's a hard thing to accept. And this is her way of dealing with her grief. You Mm -hmm. know, avoiding it. (laughs) But but this is (laughs) like this is what her grief is looking like right now. Mm -hmm. Um, but also also like I don't see how even if it was an alien, how it makes it like Max's fault.
0: Yeah, like is Grant
1: Sorensen's death, Max's fault. Like is everything Max's fault if it's an alien? No,
0: it's not, but I can see how the aliens would place blame on themselves just because like even though it's not it's not fair to themselves to place blame on themselves, but like the mindset that like none of this wouldn't none of this would have ever happened if I hadn't been here. It's not yeah. your fault you're here, your parents sent you here, but right. but none of this would have happened if we weren't here. You know, the Gandarium uh, right. wouldn't be here if we weren't here. So Grant Sorensen wouldn't have been taken over by it. And you know, sort of the same in this. If some even if it was some shapeshifter or a skin or some other alien was involved, would those aliens be in Roswell if they weren't trying to seek out the royal four?
1: Right. No, and I and I get them feeling that way themselves, but like it's mm-hmm. not for liz to be like it could be your fault yeah when it's like they didn't ask for this life like they didn't ask for aliens to bad aliens to be coming after them Mm -hmm. you know but anyway the music room i believe (laughs) safe to assume from all the like music notes and symbols all over the walls
0: safe bet uh, and Liz is playing around with those ones and zeros, trying to find more context for them.
1: Also, she mentions that the Leanna document was created on January 16th. Yes. Which, like, I have no idea how that fits into, like, where we are right now, but I just know that, like... uh dates aren't often mentioned so yeah no i mean i'm assuming
0: it's moving in relative real time because like the christmas episode did air in december you know so i yeah. think we can assume it's near the end of the school year that it's like you know around late april or early may
1: yeah um and right and january he was still in sweden so yeah supposedly mm-hmm. um and maria's thinking like really Parsimoniously is the word I would use. Like, Ooh, what does like, that word even mean? So, parsimony is the idea of like, like looking at what's probable as opposed to okay. like po- what's possible. Right? Okay. Like, like the idea of like, if you hear hoofbeats, f- don't think zebra, it's probably a horse. <laughs> Got it. Right? Like, it could be zebra, <laughs> but it's probably yeah. a horse. And so she's thinking more like, like reasonably. Mm hmm. I
0: learned a new word. Thanks.
1: Parsimony. Cool. And and she, and Maria's also really triggered by Liz saying the word murdered.
0: Yes, she is.
1: She's like, you know, yeah, people are having trouble accepting that it's a suicide. Some people have trouble accepting that it's a murder. Mm-hmm. It's, that's a scary thing.
0: Yeah. Because then there's even more unanswered questions. Yeah. Uh But yeah, Liz. And it could mean
1: others are in danger. It's like, it could, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Liz, 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 playing with ones and zeros. That's not how ones and zeros work, Liz. Just because there's (laughs) 20 ones and zeros does not mean that they correlate with individual letters of the alphabet. Where is your science brain? That's not how that works, Liz. That's all I have to say.
1: Yeah, come on, Liz.
0: But she's spiraling a little bit.
1: (sighs) It's true. Like, a lot of it. Um, And uh, all four aliens are in the desert. Mm Because that's where we go for serious conversations.
0: To the desert. That's where we can assure privacy.
1: And Michael is there, but we just saw him a second ago. Yes. In the music room with Maria. Yeah. So it's like, wait, did he help her yet? Like, because he was yeah. like, okay, I'll help you. The scene ends and then it's, it, it, he's in the desert. It just seemed a little weird. This is
0: assumably the first time that Michael and Maria are speaking since mm-hmm. the since the wake and the funeral. And he's like, he's trying to be a good boyfriend and like offering to help yep. her with what she needs. Um, but yeah, then cut to the desert and he's like magically there and like how far away is the desert?
1: I yeah, don't know. it was just weird.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's no, like, it's no, like, Taco Shack, like, in season one, uh, right. in the pilot, <laughs> which is, like, you know, <laughs> potentially just, like, ten minutes down the road. Like, they are in the middle of nowhere.
1: This is, like, who knows where they are. But, you know, they love going to the desert. hmm And it- Isabel brings up, you know, the idea that, like, is there a possibility that Liz is right? And Max mm-hmm. fucking yells at her.
0: Yeah, he does. King Max. Not King here Max, for
1: it, his royal highness. <sighs>
0: and Isabel still wants to go to college, even though she's been waitlisted. She's still gonna work towards getting into college, mm-hmm. which I say
1: good for you. Yeah, you know, like Max and Isabel are fighting at the end of the scene. Max and Tess walk off like together, and she like yeah. has her arm around him. And yeah. It's very much like coupley Yeah, coupley but also like a king and 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 she's like supporting him or like following mm-hmm. him. I don't know.
0: I get But
1: but yeah, clearly they're like close
0: mm-hmm. getting
1: closer. So he talks about how he's scared to go home and kind mm-hmm. of like is he's really opening up to her more cuz yeah. they're getting closer and closer like we said. And that he feels like earth seems More real because it's, like, what he has known.
0: Yeah. Which totally makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's only ever, like, heard of or dreamed of their planet. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever he's learning from their sort of, like, meditation visualization exercises that he's been doing with Tess. But, yeah, he doesn't have, like, vivid actual memories. Right. Right. And now we get to go see your favorite person, Aliza.
1: Yay. Sean is back from like wherever he was last episode, Albuquerque or something. And he is working on the garbage disposal. May I just say swoon seeing (laughs) him do some plumbing work? Like, yes.
0: And he sent Liz flowers, which is like very sweet and considerate. And, like, acknowledges Liz's pain, also very sweet and considerate.
1: Yeah. And Liz, you know, also super sweet and considerate, just uses him for his knowledge of breaking into somewhere. And, Mm -hmm. you know...
0: Although, to be fair, she does not ask him to go with her. No, she doesn't. Nor does she seem to expect it. She's like, I know you can't go there. That's why I just like I'm asking for information. I would never ask you to go. I don't want to put you in that situation. Hard cut to Sean helping her break in.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Like a second after. And I even wrote in my notes, like, good for you, Sean. Like being like, I can't help you with this. Yeah. But, uh, (laughs) oh, nope. And it's also like, yeah, he likes her. She's like a high school kid. Like, you know, he doesn't want her to like go alone. But like, yeah, she did not ask him to help, and he shouldn't have done this.
0: No, he should not. Because they are gonna get caught. Of course yes, they're gonna get they caught.
1: Are. Um, but she's like getting Alex's study abroad information, uh, and like scans it, copies it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're caught, obviously.
0: Of course. And the music is so dramatic.
1: It's so dramatic. Oh, it really is. Also, the guy who catches them is so dramatic. Yeah. What does he say? He's like, hold it right there, you two. But like the look on his face and the way he's like holding his flashlight at them. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude. I mean, this
0: actor, that was his one line to like make his moment.
1: You can tell he really like went all in. (laughs) Okay, what is up with the way that Michael approaches Max in this next scene with, like, a whistle. He, like, surprises him. He, like, whistles up at him. It's so weird to me.
0: There's a lot of, like, weird approaches in this episode. Yeah. Like, well, there's a lot of, like, Max being, like, pensive by, his, by himself. And then, and then like, someone's showing up. Yeah.
1: And it's like, how did you even know where he was?
0: Just being pensive in the dark by himself.
1: Typical Max. <laughs> But yeah Mike, Michael
0: Michael offers to go talk to Isabel about college which I guess is like him being the like the right hand man to the that's leader
1: exactly exactly what I wrote down yeah that's exactly what's happening here
0: and he's being very level-headed about it too which like Max has not been coming across as very level-headed but like right. But I still don't like this like ganging up on Isabel feeling that's happening.
1: No, I don't like this like Max being like I I know best. I am in charge. Like what I say is final. Because it's also like, yeah, sure, maybe you were a king before. It doesn't mean you have to like be like that now. (laughs) Yeah. This can be a democracy. Right? Right. Like this is yeah, whatever. Fuck that. Um, but Michael does call him out for snapping at Isabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, which I also that. feel
0: like is a good part of being a right hand man,
1: is also yeah. like
0: helping put people in check when they need to be checked.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally, that's what a good right hand man does. Um, and he also says this brilliant line: "I wouldn't want our leader to be forming his opinions on what he wants to be true instead of what really is true." Yes, and like good Max, job, Michael. listen up. Good job, Michael. So level-headed. And they talk about how they have, like, switched viewpoints from, like, when we first met them and, like, earlier in their lives. Like, you know, Michael has always felt on the outside, like, he's not really human. He's alien. He doesn't really belong.
0: Yeah. And he finally feels like he belongs here and, like, this is his life.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Just as Max is like feeling more and more like, you know, out there is his real life. And that's like where he's supposed to be, which like, you know, thanks in great part to Tess.
0: No earthbound love interest right now. Right. So he's feeling less connected, whereas Michael is, you know, despite all of their ups and downs and arguments, you know, Michael and Maria are closer than ever. Yep. Like he just, you know, spent all that time at the DeLuca house helping both Maria and her mom, like. Right. Deal with things in the last episode, and he's more engrossed in their family than ever, and like is feeling like he has a family.
1: Right, like for the first time. Because even the Evans, like they should have always welcomed him in, like their family, but like he doesn't seem to have any kind of relationship with their parents. Their parents don't seem to like care about him. I think they think of him as like that bad influence kid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, like...
1: That's just, like, my perception. I don't think they, like... Yeah,
0: no, I I get the same impression, but I wonder if it's, like, I'm, like, thinking back on, like, what we know of their, like, when they were adopted, like, you know, Max and Isabel were found together, whereas, like, Michael had, like, taken off on his own or refused to come with yeah. or ran off scared and got found separately, so ended up in a separate situation, so who knows how long then they were parted from each other before they like remet right. in school too you know so his, the Evans parents may not like don't maybe I mean they obviously don't understand the closeness and the association because they don't know that their kids well, are aliens and that they were like in a pod with this kid
1: so but like you would think realistically like if yeah. they found these two kids in the desert and adopted them and like a day later or late, or like later that day, another kid around the same age was found also in the desert, like within, you know, within yeah. a certain radius. Like maybe they, they were together, maybe they're related, you know, you yeah. would think that they would be like, oh, my God, another kid was found.
0: Or even just like even just later in life, the association that like, oh, we're friends with this other kid who is an orphan. Like, and yeah. who's stuck in foster care, and this is our best yeah, friend.
1: Oh, right. Like, the desert, coming from the desert connection or not, yeah. If they have a friend who, like, is in an abusive household. Yeah.
0: The pa- I mean, we've you know. been through this before. The parents Whatever. are not good adults, and, no, like, they just, like, they're only as involved as, no, I you mean- know, 42 minutes of runtime allows them to be per episode right. and
1: <laughs> Right. Like we talked about, like they there were yeah. more scenes with them. Yeah. They just didn't make it into the episode.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure when I was in high school watching this, it didn't even cross my mind, nor did I care that the adults weren't really in it and the children are just all left to their own devices. But no. rewatching no, it care. as a person who is old enough to be their parents uh twenty years later, I'm like, where are the parents?
1: Right. Back at the school Hanson is there. He's being a dick to Sean. Yep. You're a real zero, Sean. You're a real zero, DeLuca. This
0: makes me, like, wonder how old is Deputy Hanson and, like, how old is Sean? And, like, were they maybe in school together?
1: I feel like they're, like, probably around the same age. I feel like they definitely know each other.
0: Yeah, whether it's from, like, Sean's previous run-ins with the law, like... A couple right. of years ago and he's only like 19 or is he more like 24 or 25? And like, you know, if Hanson went into the sheriffdom immediately after it's high school, like, high school. Yeah. you know, yeah, they could be a similar age range.
1: I had the same thought that like maybe they like mm-hmm. know each other from high school or something.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it could also just be, you know, if Sean was only gone for... I mean, a year and a half, he could have he could have done whatever he did and gotten arrested like immediately before the pilot and hasn't actually been out of the picture that long in like the grand scheme of Roswell. We don't know. But yeah, so much unknown with Sean's storyline.
1: And Sean covers for Liz, which like is what she should be doing.
0: Yes, she should be saying, no, this was my idea. I asked him for
1: help. It should not be him covering.
0: But of course, it's him covering.
1: Right, and of course, like, you know, young white girl, easy to just be like, oh, a warning. He says, a strong warning. Yeah. Which, like...
0: Your parents are good folk. This is a strong warning. Meanwhile, Sean is taken off in handcuffs. Yep. And cut to the Valenti house for Sheriff Valenti and King Max to have a little private meeting.
1: Valenti is, like, really... Acting like Max is, like, another adult.
0: Mm-hmm. Which he is not.
1: He is not. He's, like, telling Max about Liz and Sean being at the school. Max is like, I'll take care of it.
0: Yeah. And it's like, they, this could have absolutely nothing to do with aliens. Why does Max have to take care of it? Max and Liz are yeah. not even on good terms right now. Nope.
1: But he's like, well, I'm in charge. I'm the leader. I'll take care of it. Blech. Blech. Oh my god, at Liz's, she is like I don't know what the term is for it. You know, like when somebody I called it um crazy all over the walls.
0: Oh yeah. Um like conspiracy theory is what I
1: Oh sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and like all the information and like yeah. notes and timelines and, and the like, strings you know. connecting
0: each other. Like it's very right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like homeland. It reminds me of like Claire yeah. Danes's character in Homeland. Mm-hmm. but also yeah. it, like in so many different you know movies and stuff yeah um and she's calling the Olsons again yeah. again apparently. and
0: i wonder when they finally when the guy finally answers the phone later in the episode i wonder how many messages has she oh left for them because he's very brusque with her
1: <laughs> at least five i'm guessing closer to 10 or above oh probably yeah
0: She's probably calling multiple times a day, like, just given the, her state.
1: She gives her number as being, like, 505-555-something-something-something. Something, something. So I looked mm-hmm. up 505 just to make sure. And, like, yeah. from what I could tell, Roswell is 575 and 505 is, like, Albuquerque. But um, it's it's close enough. And this was many years ago. It may have changed. That's but true. But she also t- says, call me back. Collect is fine. Yeah. So I also looked up, like, can you call Collect internationally? And like, yeah, you can. But I'm i bet sure that's expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> yeah. So Michael is, you know, comes to tell Isabel. Max said mm-hmm. you can't go.
0: And Isabel's already picking dorms. Even though she doesn't have an acceptance letter, she is very excited.
1: Ugh. Oh, I love this part where... You know, he's talking about the like logistics. And it's like, he's, he's like, you're going to have to fly back all the time. Like, where are you going to get all the money for travel? And she's like, I'll change dollar bills into hundreds. And yes. he kind of like is pulled out of like his whole mindset and like objective to be like, wait, you can do that?
0: Yeah. Wait, we could just do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait. You could pay my rent without working. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> but it's also like, Michael, you had a lot of money. You threw it all away.
0: Yeah. You had so much money. But yeah, Isabel wants Max to say it to her face. If he doesn't want her to go, I mean, he has already said he doesn't want her to go.
1: But yeah, she says he'd best find the time to say it himself. Yeah. To which I say, he'd best. Is that how teenagers talk? He'd
0: best best
1: find the time. Yeah. To talk to himself. Yeah, it just seems like not the kind of uh, colloquial talk that teenagers
0: use (laughs) Uh, the show's written not written by teenagers the show isn't real life just like happening organically i
1: think maybe this is what tipped me off
0: (laughs) then we head to the yearbook the yearbook room the yearbook class And uh, the yearbook yearbook. teacher is, yeah, she's a little frustrated with Maria. I think she's
1: like uh, another student. I think she's just like the head of yearbook.
0: She seems like maybe she was a faculty advisor. I don't know. I thought that too. And I thought she looked too old to be a student. Uh, So whoever it is, though, this person is a little frustrated with Maria's like lack of organization. Uh, Maria wants to include a poem that Alex wrote about the time that his dog's leg was amputated because that will really help people see it'll be his funny. his sense of humor.
1: <laughs> I'm like I want to read that poem. I wonder if And I'm like, "Wait, Alex,
0: Alex had a dog whose leg was amputated? What?" I know, it's the
1: first we're hearing of it. Yeah. I don't know if you caught this, but I have read it many times. And this woman, whoever she is, calls her Marina. <gasps>
0: I thought it sounded a little weird, when, uh, but I didn't rewind it, because because Marina rhymes with Larina, so I often either all say my name is Larina, and people mishear me, and then they call me Marina, and so, Mm -hmm. like, I went, like, my brain went, when that happened, but not enough to, like, rewind it and double check.
1: Yeah, I was, like, because at first I'm, like, oh, maybe she said, like... Maria, now what we need to do, you know, like Maria now, but like, Mm -hmm. no, she said Marina. (laughs) I rewound a bunch of times. And like, I I am wondering if that was on purpose to be like, you know, this person like doesn't even know who Maria is, doesn't really care. You know, because she's like, oh, we're all devastated about Alex's loss. But, you know, your book is so important and we're already stopping the presses, you know, holding the presses for this. Um. Yeah, it sucked. And, uh, and Liz is not there. Surprise, nope. surprise. Nope.
0: Because she is on the phone with the Swedish embassy, <laughs> yeah. where she would like them to drop everything and tell her where the building is that is four stories and made of glass.
1: <laughs> yeah. She has this one picture and she says, I need... You to find this one building.
0: Yeah. And the guy is like, look, kid. Look in kid. your
1: entire country yeah. and find me this one building.
0: Look, kid, I'm busy. This is not like crime television of 20 years later where they do really yes. just have like photo databases where they like find buildings. I mean, I'm assuming that like things happen on a crime TV. That is how they happen in real life. Um, because totally that is right. Yes, that's how it works. Yeah, but back in the year two thousand and one, I don't think they're uh building they databases. They did building were,
1: databases. Yeah,
0: not quite so advanced. At the or embassy, maybe not of the like they, they do Sweden. now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my god! So also, so this is in the hallway that she's talking on this mm-hmm. like little flip phone. Yeah. Um, and you know she hangs up. And Max is like. What the hell were you and Sean DeLuca doing here last night? And it's like, that's how you are going to, like, Nice intro, man. What the hell were you doing? Like, you think that's going to get you a good response? Have you met Liz? Yeah.
0: But he's, I mean, he's more and more abrasive as this episode goes on. Yeah. And, like. Mm
1: -hmm. No, he's becoming a total dick. Yeah. And he also, he said, he's like, I will consider the possibility that Alex was killed by an alien if you consider blah, 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 blah. But it's like you're in the hallway talking at full volume, Yeah, lower your fucking voice if you're going to talk about, like, if Alex was killed by an alien. And then a second later being like, you're going to blow our cover. Like, you're going to ruin our lives. You're going to blow your own cover. She has not done
0: anything to draw attention to aliens in this episode. She really hasn't. And he's yelling about it at full voice in the school hallways.
1: She may be like outrageously invested in this investigation to like an unhealthy degree, but she is not. Talking about aliens? No. She's just trying to find out what happened, whether it was an alien or not. Yeah. Oh, and then this really intense moment. She says, let go of me. Yeah,
0: and it's like he looks down and realizes that he's, we realize he's grabbing her, but it's like he also realizes he had grabbed her.
1: Yeah, and he looks kind of like, like, he, like, can't believe what he's become or, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, he looks really, like, shocked that, like, oh, my, I just grabbed her arm. And he, I mean, the second she says, like, go of me, like, he, he, does, he listens yeah. and he's, like, whoa, what, like, what am I doing?
0: Yeah, but he needs to, like, take some notes from himself then, but he does mm-hmm. not.
1: No, he doesn't.
0: And now we get um, some more pensive Max outside, Mm -hmm. and then Tess uh, approaches him, and, like, Tess is, like, feeling, like, a little bit sexy to me, Um, like, she wants to show Max something, Mm -hmm. and it just feels like it has this very, like, sexual undertone from Tess, and, I mean they're gonna have sex later so i guess that makes sense so (laughs)
1: yep, that tracks (laughs) also like emily Draven is very sexy yes she is so yeah she's like let me show you something it takes him to this like observatory that they like somehow have access to and know how to like use all the equipment
0: yeah my guess is just like alien powers to like break in I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that over that the planetarium is just like unlocked.
1: Um, I feel like that wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah. I just am having trouble suspending my disbelief. Like at a place like this, there's security. Maybe like a guard twenty four seven. Like Yeah.
0: Like there was security at the school.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like at an observatory, like there's extremely expensive equipment. I feel like there's yes. like you just, like, they, they guard that stuff. hmm Like, stuff can be done to harm people, maybe. I don't know. So I just, out of curiosity, looked up if there is an observatory like this mm-hmm. in uh, in Roswell. There's
0: definitely a planetarium. I don't know if there's an observatory attached also. There is,
1: there is a solar observatory nearby, and I don't know enough Ooh. about, like, space observatories to know if, like, it's... If you can also look at like nighttime space sky with, at a, from a solar observatory, but um, I did learn that solar observatories are a thing, and they like you know, cool. you know, examine like the surface of the sun and stuff.
0: I'm assuming in actuality that's probably I think it's called the Griffin Observatory in L. A. You think? It, oh, okay. I'm assuming there is an actual observatory in L. A. So I'm assuming that's, that's where they used where they are filming. But yeah,
1: so but like you said, there. There is a um there is a planetarium mm-hmm. in Roswell, the Robert H. Goddard Planetarium. Fun fact, Robert Goddard, rocket scientist, like pioneering rocket engineer was born in Worcester, Massachusetts.
0: Oh cool.
1: And so there are a lot of things named after him, including the um library at the school that I went to, the Ooh. university.
0: Also fun fact, listeners, I'm going to go to Roswell in a few weeks and I'm going to go to the Goddard Planetarium.
1: Yay! I'm so jealous.
0: Oh, I wish you both could come with me. So hard.
1: I know. Um so another fun fact is so I guess the whole reason she brought him here is to point out this star, mm-hmm. Barnard's star. It's, it sounds like she said like Bernard's star. I but think it's that's just Barnard. her accent. <laughs> she said, yeah, yep, there you go. That makes sense. Um And the whole purpose of going there was, you know, to kind of help him feel like their planet is a little more real by being like, Mm -hmm. look, the star that we can see, you can also see that from our planet. So, Barnard's star is a real star. Mm -hmm. I got off of the interwebs. It says, Barnard's star is a red dwarf about six light years away from Earth in the constellation of Ophiuchus. Ophiuchus. I think that's how you say it. Okay. I believe you. It's the fourth nearest known individual star to the sun after the three components of the Alpha Centauri system and the closest star in the Northern Celestial Hemisphere. Ooh. Which, okay, six light years is like longer than really, farther than really we can fathom. Mm Mm-hmm. That star could have burnt out three years ago, and we still will be seeing the light of it for the next three years.
0: Yeah. That's wild.
1: But I guess what I was going to say is like, yeah, six light years is super far, but- Relatively, in terms of the universe that we—it's kn- like, very close. The universe that we know of—it's close. This means mm-hmm. that their planet is like somewhat close. Hmm.
0: Maybe it's like six light years the other direction, so it's like twelve light years from us. Right,
1: twelve light years away, which, like, you know, as far as the entire universe goes, like we're neighbors. Yeah. So, yeah, she shows it to him him, and then she says, that's reality. This is the dream. But, like, no, they're both reality. Yeah, no. Like, this is not a dream. This is reality, too. Yeah, no, you live here. A person just died. Like, it's pretty real.
0: You live here. And then we head back to Liz's room where this is where I wrote down that she's getting pretty wild with this conspiracy theory, which... I mean, we find out even by the end of this episode that it's not quite so conspiracy theory-y, but that's the way it's playing out right now. She's got her strings, connecting things, stuff all over the room, all this, like, wild research. Yeah. um, At this point, kind of semi-speculative research. Yeah. And this scene with Maria. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Maria.
1: Because, yeah, it's it's not just that Liz is, like, you know, not believing that it was a suicide and, like, wanting to know more and investigating. It's, like, the way that she is and that she is, yeah. like, doing it in a way that is pushing everybody else away and, like – Including her best friend. Right. Not recognizing her own feelings or the feelings of others. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, her best friend just lost her other best friend. Yeah. Which is exactly what Maria says. She's like, yeah. I need you. Be sad with the rest of us.
0: Yeah. And she also says, I don't even know if I'm alive right now. Which is, like, a very intense statement.
1: Yeah, she's really suffering. (sighs) And then,
0: and Liz is like, do you not believe me either? And Maria's just like, I guess I don't. Like, they're so disconnected from each other for, you know, people who are supposed to be best
1: friends. Also, for Maria, like, you know, she's, like, working towards the point of acceptance. Mm-hmm. This is in the, this will get in the way of acceptance. Like this yeah. is it's
0: hard. Oh, absolutely, because Liz is not in acceptance mode.
1: <laughs> right. And it's hard to be like kind of finding peace and like whatever when like Liz is bringing up all this shit. Mhm. And like not kind of allowing anybody to move on. Um and and Maria also calls her out for uh Sean Mm -hmm, Yeah, which is I think like what brings up about the next scene, you know, because she's like, you're not caring about anybody. What about Sean? Yeah, he
0: literally like got arrested for you. Like, luckily, he's not still in jail. Valenti was able to pull some strings and it looks like Sean is back at home. But I'm sure his probation is
1: fucked up. Yeah, he says he's like, I'll just be doing community service until I'm senile. Yeah, like she doesn't deserve this. She doesn't deserve, like, him uh, caring about her this much and, like, risking his own shit for her.
0: No. She does not. Ugh. And then the episode ends with, like, her basically being like, we can't be involved with each other. Like, I have other shit going on. Thanks for the help. But bye. But then she, like, runs back and
1: kisses him. Yeah. Which... Mixed messages
0: much? Yeah. And then she leaves and he does not seem particularly happy about the kiss. No.
1: It's really not cool.
0: No, it's not cool
1: at all. He's like, is there anything? It's like, he's like, he's like, you won't let me hang out with you. I can't date you. Is there anything I can do with you? And she's like, nope. Mm-mm, not yet. I'm sorry. And then kisses him anyway.
0: Yep. Which is obviously for her own emotional reasons, not for him.
1: Yeah. Or like, maybe like she thinks it's for him. You know, like, I think like it in a way it could be her being like, I'm trying to be nice, like I'm trying to like. I can give you this
0: consolation prize. Right.
1: And it's like that's not what he wants. No He likes her. He wants to like spend time with her. Yeah. Not just like get be kissed and then have her walk away. Ugh. And Maria shows up at Michael's and he forgot. Ugh.
0: And she's so distraught. He forgot and his phone was disconnected because he forgot to pay the bill. But she is freaking out.
1: Right, and it's not because he didn't pick her up.
0: Yeah, it's everything together. It's that he's he's not, all. she's right, he's not always going to be there. Like, right. he's going to go get on a spaceship and go away, and she's going to be left here alone. Yeah. And she won't have him, and right now she doesn't have her best friend. She just lost her other best friend. Like, yeah. she's losing everybody.
1: And it is, like, a totally normal thing when you lose someone in your life to then start, you know, feeling like you're going to lose other people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And kind of like, especially when it happens in such a, like, surprising way. Unexpected way. You know? It's kind of like, yeah, you think about, like, when and how you're going to lose other people. So it makes sense that she is thinking about this. And she says, I can't lose anyone else. I can't handle it. Yeah. And finally, on her 100,000th call Liz <laughs> to sweden like the phone is answered and lind says stop yes. fucking calling me i'm not mr olsen
0: go away <laughs> but i mean now she has one little piece of the puzzle solved that this phone number that that she got assumably through the school
1: files or yeah, yeah. i think that's where she got it
0: that that's not that it's a fake number
1: yep and she confirmed, she dialed it right, it just is not a number for a family called the Olsons.
0: Yeah. And then, like, good sleuthing skills, Liz, because yeah. then she, like, decides to follow up with the flower shop that sent the flowers that were signed from the Olsons.
1: Right. Somebody had to have sent those flowers.
0: That flower shop guy is running a business and not a detective agency, and he does not have time for her <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: Like, you don't understand how important this is. <laughs> and he's it's like, It's a murder investigation. Yeah, whatever, kid. Goodbye. And so, the normal thing to do when a florist won't give you the information you want is to go take all of your money out of the bank yeah. and fly to Sweden.
0: Absolutely.
1: All of her money. I mean, I'm assuming <laughs> it's all of her money. Like, you know, for a teenager, $2,000. Yeah.
0: Buying a last-minute plane ticket's expensive.
1: Yeah, and the woman's like, oh, let me guess. First car? No, trip to Europe. And it fades to black. You're (laughs)
0: like, oh, Liz, really? You're going to
1: do this? Okay. (laughs) And back to school. Yeah.
0: I do like in this scene, Max has at least come up with an alternative option instead of just giving a hard no, but I feel yeah, like... Yeah,
1: I was going to ask you how you felt about this.
0: I like that he's that he's coming up with options instead of just being in charge. I mean, it's too little too late because now Isabel's already pissed and already has her heart set on somewhere else. This is something that should have been brought, like, that if they had been able to have a conversation like normal people, maybe they could have come up to some sort of compromise earlier. Yeah. But then, when Isabel is, like, not on board with his new plan,
1: oh I my do God, not like Matt. this.
0: He tells her she has been indulged for too long. What the fuck? Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh-uh.
1: And she, like, ugh, I really feel for her in this scene. Because mm-hmm. she really is, like, she's trying to figure out, like, where she belongs in this world. And, like is excited and and she says I've played the role to perfection now it's my turn yeah you know she's worked so hard to like build up this com- you know herself in this community and whatever mm-hmm. and she even oh. says
0: the community of planet earth she's like I played the game yeah. of a good human now let me reap the rewards of being a good human and do my own fucking thing
1: she deserves it she deserves it yeah and he Oh, and she also says she's like, I can't believe you sent Michael to talk to me. It's like the alien mafia. And like, (laughs) it really is. I mean, she says that and a minute later he's like threatening her. Yeah. Yeah. This is the the worst we've ever seen, Max.
0: Yeah, I do. um,
1: Nasty. Do not like it. Nasty dude. Super. Horrible.
0: Nasty. This is even worse than the usual Max. And the usual Max is already one of my least favorite characters. Yeah.
1: Oh, I only like drunk Max. And future <laughs> Max is alright. Yeah. But drunk Max is fun. Anyway. Yeah, he threatens her. I'll tell our parents you have a drug problem. I'll tell your teachers you all you cheated on all your tests. If you ever leave Roswell without my consent, I will physically drag you back. That is <sighs> that's a threat of physical harm.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. That's abusive. All. Don't like it. Don't like it.
1: No, it's really, it's scary. And she, I mean, this like sets her off, you know, she takes the paper because she kind of like, she believes him. Mm -hmm. She's like, well, I'm like, I'm fucked then. Like I, you know, so she like burns this paper in her hand. And then (laughs) as she's walking away, this stupid kid. Oh, Isabel Evans, you're so hot when you're pissed. She doesn't miss a fucking beat. I love it. She does not miss a beat. She does not look back. She just, with a flick of the hand, like throws just him. Throws back.
0: him across the across the hall. Yes. It's
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> and then we get some more lovely Michael, not just taking care of Maria, but taking care of the whole DeLuca family. Mm -hmm. And he has this like very pitiful analogy where he compares himself to the garbage
1: disposal. (laughs) It's like even less than thinly veiled. It's like, oh,
0: yeah, Uh, with with Mama DeLuca.
1: You can see right through it.
0: But then we get some wise words from Mama Amy and she says, what if tomorrow isn't really something to worry about? You know, she's like, you can be here now. Like, you're here now, and you can be here now, and we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Today, I'm going to repair this garbage disposal, and if to- later it breaks down and I need a different one, fine. But for now, I still like this garbage disposal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny because, like, he's the garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is <laughs> comparing himself to a garbage disposal. Yeah. But, um, but I love their relationship and that, like... You know, like it's not subtle. Like they both know what they're talking about. And um and that he like feels comfortable enough going to Maria's mom to talk Mm -hmm. to her about this. Because ultimately what it's about is like not wanting to hurt Maria, which is, you know, the most important thing to both of them.
0: Yeah. Which I mean, Amy has said on the phone to Michael, if you ever hurt my daughter, I don't remember what she says she's gonna do to him but I
1: will hunt you down. Yeah. I don't know.
0: much like uh Max is going to hunt down uh hunt oh down Isabel God. except yes. you know Amy Ugh. said it in a fun way. Right.
1: <laughs> um and then Amy fixes the garbage disposal. So, or she, so thinks. she thinks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's sweet that he like yeah he lets her like believe that it was her. Yeah. I don't know. And then like Liz is at a bus stop or something.
0: Just like on the streets on the outskirts
1: of Roswell, I guess. Oh yeah, it's like not a bus stop. It's like where yeah. she's going, a random spot to she's, get. Picked yeah, up waiting by a for cab. the cab. The way Max drives over, he, like drives a- across a median, like on the other side of the, like opposite side of the street. He's just like drives right up to her.
0: Yeah. Get in the car. Yeah, more controlling. It's like he can't get control. Well, I guess he did get control of Isabel because Isabel burned up her school application or whatever she was working on so yeah you know he got her to fall in line and now he's desperately trying to get liz to fall in line and liz will
1: not be controlled no not at all he also is like what what will you tell your parents which like wow lisa would be proud because yes. finally someone is recognizing. I mean, I guess we've heard it before, but like, it's just funny. He's like, you can't just leave. What will you tell your parents?
0: So much of the show, though, they do just leave and they don't seem
1: to tell their parents anything. Right. Which so... is, It's just funny that he brought it up this time and that her answer like isn't even a good one. No. She's like, oh, I'll tell them that like my friend in Florida had a crisis and I had to go to her.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not a good excuse, but at least like, she has friend? one.
1: And you can't like just. You're a minor. You can't just leave. Like, your parents won't like that excuse either. Yeah. But whatever. But I
0: mean, at least she has one. It's better than not having any excuse at all. Right.
1: Like, she has a plan. And that's fine. Yeah, this intense confrontation. She's like, I'm not Isabel. You can't control me.
0: Yeah. You can't pull that king card on me, she even says at some point Yeah. in this this argument. And he tries to hold their friendship over her. And I mean, I don't think they have much of a friendship going on right now anyway. And so Liz is not really concerned about that she's gone
1: no i mean she has a one-track mind right now like it's yeah it's alex it's about alex yeah and he's he's like you're you'll be like you're ruining lives and she's like no i could be saving them and like she has a point you know like if it was an alien that killed alex like they could all be in danger
0: yeah if it's some sort of alien attack yeah on a lighter note i really like the like little vintagey red cab that shows up at the end of the scene I know, it's, so it's cute. very cute.
1: <laughs> Very cute. But yeah, she does not listen to him, and I fucking love it.
0: Yeah. And now we get the sweetest Michael that ever sweeted. The sweetest Michael that ever Michael's. Yeah. He is waiting for Maria, and Maria is still upset and distressed that he's going to leave, and he's just like, but I can give you now. Oh!
1: (sighs) And then he's like, so... I was thinking this could go with that. And it's like, yeah. he's doing the yearbook thing with her.
0: Even more sweet. Even if it was something that's literally off the top of his head and like put a picture here or whatever, just to say something nice. Like he's at least thinking
1: about it. It's about the principle of it. Yeah. Yes. That like Ugh. he's not just being a, he's not just trying to be a good boyfriend. He's, he's trying to be a friend because a friend is what she needs right now. hmm. And like, yeah, her friend is not there for her. Mm hmm. Oh, it's just so sweet. He's amazing. I love his... I love the character development. Yes. I love, like, how he has grown and learned. He's the best. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Some of the characters have felt kind of static uh, in this series, but Michael is not one of them.
1: Yeah, not at all. And unfortunately, neither is Max. It's like, I would be fine with Max having stayed the same instead of being this... Instead of getting worse. Power trip. Mm -hmm. Royal... Asshole, royal yeah. pain in the ass. Um, <sighs> so yet again, pensive Max standing yeah. by himself. Seen so many times in, in the this episode. Parking lot of the observatory, and and Tess is like, "Oh, I thought I'd find you here." Yeah, I thought I would find you. Like, how did she just know? Don't they have cell phones? I mean, they do,
0: but it's it's two thousand and one. Cell phones what? aren't aren't a big thing. It's
1: yet. still like normal to just like walk up. Yeah. Like, knock on someone's door. Just, like,
0: call people on real phones or, like, yeah. But Max is ready to be an alien. Yep. And Tess will be with him forever. So let's get sexy.
1: And the kiss. It's, like, it's way too up close and way too (laughs) slow. It was, like, really uncomfortable to watch.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, And then we get this, like... This little like montage we get. <laughs> it's like
1: back Liz and forth is running. Why. These parallel scenes, but like Max why? is
0: kissing, <laughs> but it's not Liz. Liz is running. Max is kissing, and Tess is stripping, and Liz is running. And then the embassy guy calls her back. Nice job, embassy guy. Like,
1: right in the nick of time.
0: Yeah. Like, right as she's literally on the tarmac going to load onto the airplane when we find out that that building, it did exist in Sweden, but it was torn down in
1: 1994. Ba, ba, ba. So there is some
0: Photoshop skills going on here.
1: Yeah. And so Liz kind of says to herself, she's like, he never went to Sweden. Yeah. So she doesn't need to
0: go to Sweden. I, I hope she can get her money back on that plane ticket. I know. Otherwise she just drained her savings for nothing.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: And then cut back to the planetarium and there's sex and sex and sex and stars. Sex and, sexy and, stars. and stars. And it fades
1: out on the, that like V of stars where yeah. their planet is. Yep.
0: There we go. And
1: holy shit.
0: Yep. And Lisa thought that Liz... And Max would be back together by the end of the first episode of season yep. two. And here we are in episode 18. And not only have they not really ever gotten back together during this whole season, but now he's making sexy time with Tess.
1: Yeah. Not And not only are they not together and he's having sex with someone else, they are like particularly antagonistic toward each other right now. Yes. You know, like, they are really, really clashing. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
0: well, is this episode at least enough of a turn from last episode that we can do hot and saucy today? I know, I have my pick.
1: I think it's okay to do hot and saucy. Now let's see who's hot and saucy.
0: My pick for hot and saucy today is the wonderful, wonderful Michael, specifically when he says, I can give you now. And that's it. Yes. That moment. Favorite moment.
1: That is a great moment. My hot and saucy moment is really hot. Okay. And it's really saucy. Okay. And it's when Isabel fucking flings that yes. dude back.
0: I did think of that one for the sauciness of it, but I decided to go like.
1: But Michael, you're oh.
0: usually more saucy, and I'm usually more like consent and romanticism is
1: sexy, so uh, it's hot. Oh yeah, this was not consensual <laughs> yeah. in the least. Yeah, no, <laughs> the one I picked, and you know what? Fuck that guy, so yeah. <laughs>
0: I did like that moment a lot as well. Uh, Another highlight of the episode.
1: So just the fact that she didn't even look back or like, yeah, she didn't miss a beat. She really just like immediately just like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks on Tuesday, July 6th with season two, episode 19, Baby, It's You. You can follow us on
0: all the social medias on Twitter and Instagram at Roswell Hot Sauce and also on TikTok at Roswell Hot Sauce for fun videos and content. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash roswellhotsauce. You can always find our website at www.roswellhotsauce.com or shoot us an email with questions, comments, concerns, ideas at roswellhotsauce at gmail.com.
1: Pass the Hot Sauce is produced and edited by Ashley Hullett. Our theme music is by David Belcourt, and our logo was designed by Billy Murray.
0: Until next time, remember...
1: I'm trying to run a business, not a detective agency.